1: Everybody, another edition here of the Auburn Undercover podcast on the twenty four seven Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. Hope everybody is having a good week. Of course, things got kicked off this week with John Cohen being introduced as Auburn's new athletic director. We are now in the second full week of the coaching search for Brian harson's replacement as Auburn's head Auburn's head coach. Got a good interview for you guys today. Got a special guest here joining us on the podcast. Of course, got Jason Caldwell. With me here as usual, we have Brett Whiteside, the executive director of On to Victory. Hopefully, most of you guys know what that is by now. It's uh, it's become the flagship NIL collective for for Auburn athletics. And Brett, thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. I guess just how crazy has uh, have the past, I guess, six or eight months been for you guys since you since you guys launched and things have really gotten rolling for y'all.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank y'all for having me. Uh, it's an exciting time in NIL right now, and and especially for Auburn. Uh, on to Victory Collective was formed uh, late spring, early summer uh, by a group of seven Auburn alums. They took over the, the previous NIL collective, NIL Auburn, which was founded by Rick Davidson, a great Auburn man and, and former Auburn baseball player. Uh, but the the two groups got together, decided that we just need to have one NIL collective. And so they they got started over the summer and hired me in August to be the executive director. And I couldn't be any happier.
0: Obviously, um, when you look at, at NIL world, it's, it's, it's almost like every day it kind of is a, is a different branch of things that's going on. And it's, 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 it's an ongoing learning process um, for everybody involved. But for you, having been on the coaching side of it at Auburn with Gus Malzahn, then at Missouri, uh, how, how beneficial has that been to help you understand maybe questions that coaches might have, that student athletes might have? to help them navigate this world.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think I I bring a unique perspective, um, having been involved on the the coaching staff side, uh, on the recruiting side, understanding this space really well and can really empathize with our coaches when these NIL questions come up. And, you know, one of the main things that I want to do is help our coaches in recruiting by having a strong NIL collective. You know Auburn is a great place. It is in a very attractive place for recruits. You know, you bring a kid in on a visit, you get them on campus, and Auburn sells itself. I mean, just the Auburn family, the people they interact with, uh, the beautiful campus we have, the the way that they can come here, and get a great education that'll lead to a great professional career. You know, Auburn, Auburn is, is very attractive destination and NIL is now a key question that coaches are getting and they can recruit off of the opportunities that our collective can provide. And the more uh, support, the more resources we have, the more we can provide.
1: How successful has this been for y'all over the past, like, like we mentioned at the start, about you know six months since you guys sort of sort of joined forces and, and decided that on to victory is what you wanted to roll with moving forward? I, from from both a financial standpoint and then just the support you guys have had and, and how things have kind of flowed logistically. How successful? Would you say this has been so far? Yeah,
2: you know, we're, we're not going to continue to give updates on, on where we're at with our progress. You've seen the reports. We are almost at, at 13 million with our major fundraising campaign. But I also want to clarify that that's over a three year period and, and we've got to work towards how we're going to support our student athletes right now. Uh, we have recently launched a an online donation tool and a subscription model that we feel like the Auburn fans can come in at an introductory level of $34 a month and continuing to support our student-athlete every month. The number one benefit of, of giving Dawn to Victory is knowing that at least 90% of the donation is going to go directly to the student-athlete. Uh, we're set up in a not-for-profit model. We're set up in a way that... We're going to reduce our overhead as much as possible. We do have full-time staff, we have an office on campus, and we're doing a lot of things to support our student athletes. but at least 90% goes uh, directly to our to our players on contract. And then you know I think the, the, the last piece is that there are some other benefits that's cool to be involved with. You can be it uh, invited to player meet and greet opportunities in person, some virtual opportunities. There's um, other benefits like uh, apparel from our store and, and uh, um, getting a chance to go to some pretty exclusive types of events. But I think the key for On The Victory to be successful, for Auburn to be successful in IL space, is just to have everybody be involved in some way.
0: How important is that? We, we've talked about it before. Um, this is not just for scholarship donors. This is, this is a way that the average – Auburn fan can impact and have an impact on the program. And, you know, you talked about that, that, you know, that introductory level, there's levels that people can pay per month and do some of those things. But this is, this is what people talked about for years. They said, look, Hey, we want to be involved, but I can't afford a scholarship. Well, this is, this is now that opportunity, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think
2: you're spot on with that, Jason. You know, Auburn people want to support. They want to know how they can help. Most of them can't write a million dollar check to help build buildings. And like you said, and be able to support uh, scholarships. But this is something that will make an impact on Auburn. And if you think about successful crowdfunding campaigns that have happened, I mean, small amounts of donations can add up over time and can really make a difference. And so I don't want people to think that they can't make an impact on this. They absolutely can. And it's going to take all of us. I believe in the Auburn family. I believe that that we truly love Auburn and Auburn student athletes. We want to support them at a, at a high level. And if we can get everyone involved in this, we can be the top collective in the country. And and I hope that people realize that being successful in NIL is being successful on the field. The, the two are, are synonymous with one another, and uh, this this can have an impact on the field.
1: Sort of like you just referenced, you know, it's you have to be successful in this space right now. It's it's just like every other arms race we've had in college football over the years, whether that be recruiting, whether that be facilities. Um, it's just the next thing for for you guys. As as obviously, there's this head coaching search going on right now, how much of a role do you think NIL can play in that regard? I guess I guess how much correspondence have you had about that? And then I guess just how attractive of a of an NIL space does Auburn provide for for a prospective head coach that, that John Cohen and, and President Roberts are looking at right now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the the first thing is that that we trust President Roberts and John Cohen and whoever they choose. On to victory supported, Brian Harson will support the next head coach. I was at uh, John's. Press conference. I was impressed by his methodology in selecting a coach to have 58 criteria that he's looking at. You know, he's a seasoned SEC athletics director who has a a plan and a vision for how he wants to to bring in our next head coach and whoever they select, we're going to support. I do believe that when a head coach is looking at a job and they're thinking about what might entice them to accept that position or entertain that position, you know, there's, there's the standard criteria of, is this a place that I can win a championship? Is this a place that has the facilities that are needed to attract uh, recruits and to um, support the student athletes? Is it a place that has a tradition of winning? Is it a place that supports its, its coaches and its coaching staffs? Does he have the resources to have a, a great assistant coaching uh, pool. And then the next question, and, and maybe it's the first question they're going to ask is, how does Auburn support NIL? And for them to be able to look at our collective as a leader in the space and to know that we have thousands of Auburn fans involved uh, is is going to be really important and, and impactful for
0: a new head coach. Ray, you talked about, you know, obviously, and, and no question about it, NIL will have a major impact on coach coming in because it's it's part of it's part of what you have as a coaching staff now that is that is part of what you do but Auburn has getting ready to to you know the new coach is going to walk into a new building and put his name on the door for the first time when you combine those two things state-of-the-art facility NIL money the opportunity to hit the ground running and that, that has to be extremely attractive for a for a head football coach wouldn't you think Absolutely. You know, it's not as publicized,
2: um, as, as some of the, the large numbers are publicized, but there's a lot of, of universities and collectives that are really grappling with this right now. And there's a ton of uncertainty of how they're going to be able to be competitive. You know, there are a lot of uh, uh, collectives that are really trying to figure this thing out. And, and honestly, we all are. We're, we're building this airplane as we fly it. Every, there is no roadmap to it. Everybody is trying to do it the way that they think is best. I'm obviously biased, but I personally think that the way that we've launched this major fundraising campaign allows us to be successful right now as we work towards long term sustainability and long term sustainability comes with more and more Auburn fans getting involved.
1: What do you think that long term sustainability and and success for you guys looks like at Auburn in NIL as you look at maybe the next five years, next decade?
2: Yeah. You know, I think, uh, it's not crazy to think about the next five years or the next decade. I think as John Cohen said yesterday, the, the challenge of being an athletics administrator right now is the uncertainty and, and the uncertainty in NIL. And we don't know what it looks like. We know what the rules are right now. And so that's all that we can, that we can really be focusing on. But as I look down the road, I honestly don't see NIL going away. I could see maybe some opportunities for players to, um, earn income from from media rights and, and revenue shares. And I could see all those things possibly happening down the road. I could see uh, this potentially coming in-house with the university. I, I don't know that that'll happen, but, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talks of that. But nonetheless, I still don't see NIL going away because at the end of the day, it's the player's fame. And just as you see professional athletes getting very large contracts, that doesn't include their – their Under Armour contract and their and their media rights contract. That's essentially what what uh, NIL is. And so I don't see it going away. I think long term sustainability looks like everybody doing their part every month. And as long as we can continue to grow that, we'll continue to be successful for as long as NILs around. Should you ever set foot
1: outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller.
0: Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
0: How's the response been from the student-athletes? Every time I look up, I see more and more getting on board and and, yeah. and, and have. That that's probably as big a key as anything, isn't it, to see the student athletes responding so then the fans can go, hey, this is actually working.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, number one, I think with my experience and Jason's experience and the rest of our staff's experience in athletics, we understand the time demands that our student athletes have. And we're very respectful of that. We ask them to come into our office once a month. Um, to fulfill their obligations. We typically always allow it to be on their off day. We're doing some things on the weekends because that's when some of them have more flexibility. So I think, number one, they appreciate that we understand where they're at with their time commitments. We don't try to burden them in, in those things. Um, and so I think that's key. I think that the piece of education, uh, the education piece in this, it's a shared responsibility with us in the university of educating them. And I think we do a good job of that. We do offer free to the student athletes the opportunity to have their um, their monthly uh, compensation be put towards a tax savings account, a simple tax savings account that will remit quarterly. Uh, to the IRS for them. And we teach them about their personal brand and, and the fact that they're a small business now. Um, and then lastly, I, I do um, want to highlight the fact that there are some some uh, for-profit models out there. There are some people and, and entities that are taking advantage of our student-athletes. We you know, just heard a horror story of one of our student athletes that we have on contract who almost lost their naming rights forever. And they, they, they were being taken advantage of. I think they can they can trust that we're doing things the right way and we have their best interest at heart. So it's been really good interacting with our student athletes. They have great stories. They're great young people. And they want to, uh, to represent themselves and represent Auburn the right way, which is what we're all
1: about. You know you look up on the jumbotron and there's three four advertisements during the games obviously little segments of uh, on the video board with for on to victory um obviously butch and Bruce getting up there is <clears throat> one that gets people fired up I guess how important is it to have coaches on campus because this is this is new to everybody um yeah. you know, great. It's, it's in its second year but that's that's still pretty new for for these guys that have been coaching 30 40 years um, I guess how important is it to have the buy-in? From the coaches on campus and then a guy like like john cohen as well who said at his press conference yesterday that you know he said you know we have to be aggressive in the space and and jump in with both feet
2: yeah it's been it's been really good it's important i think the the collectives and the universities that are struggling with nil right now it's because there's not alignment between the collective and the university and we are a separate entity we have to be separate from them But you have to have a strong working relationship. There has to be trust to know that we're doing things the right way. We're supporting our student-athletes the right way. And at Auburn, we have a top-down buy-in. From the Board of Trustees, President Roberts, President Roberts has been vocal about supporting On to Victory and supporting our student-athletes. Rich McGlynn, when he was the interim AD, Tim Jackson, who's the head of Tigers Unlimited, they have talked about the number one fundraising priority right now across the university should be to support NIL and to support On to Victory. Uh, I know John Cohen shares that sentiment. He talked about the importance of NIL in his press conference. And we look forward to continued alignment with them uh, to make sure that we're We're successful. There was recently some guidance that came from the NCAA that gives the schools assurance to know that some of the things that that we need help with, they can they can provide to us and and we appreciate that some of those things require us to be partners. Through PlayFly and the media rights holder, and we've done that. That gives us the opportunity to be in the venue to 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 include the Auburn University brand with ours, and so we felt like that that was the best way to do it. It's been a great partnership and something that we look forward to continuing.
0: Brett, you talked about Jason um, having a guy like Jason Campbell having having those former student athletes that people know um, having them not only as people that are, are visual for, on the victory, but as resources for student-athletes, how valuable is that for, for these, these student-athletes, these, these men and women?
2: It's extremely valuable, and the, the football players specifically are taking full advantage of it. Uh, they have Jason's number. He's on speed dial for them. Uh, whether it's in the initial process of signing the contract, whether it's – you know, throughout the season, when maybe they're struggling with something, when maybe they're needing guidance, uh, you know, you got the opportunity for them to, um, you know, really capitalize on this. And, and that's another piece of, of NIL support is it doesn't all have to come from the collective. You know, we want to be a large piece of support for our student athletes, but sometimes it might be them going to Jason and saying, Hey, what do you think about these other opportunities that I have? Or, or, you know, maybe that they could, that they could partner with a, with a group um, to help support them. We, we don't require exclusivity. We want our student athletes to to get as many NIL deals as possible. I mean, it's great for them, and it, it's great for Auburn. So I think that having Jason there, he's been there as a college student. He's been there as a pro. He's had a sports agent. He's had media rights deals, endorsement deals. He's been a great sounding board for them, and he's invaluable to own to victory and to Auburn.
1: Brett, I understand you all have uh... – onto Victory Day coming up here pretty soon. What does that look like for you guys and uh, you know, we've seen like like I said we've seen the advertisements for it inside Jordan-Hare Stadium at the at the basketball mm-hmm. game. What do you what 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 kind of response do you expect from fans and uh and what do you want them to know about what that day looks like?
2: Yeah, well, you know, we're calling it roll on to Victory Day and there's some bammers that don't really like that term and and I love that they don't like that. I love it even more. So roll on to Victory Day is about rolling tumors corner. And it's about sharing your memory of rolling tumors corner because at Auburn, that's a unique tradition for us. And it means that we've won the game. And I want people to think about rolling tumors corner and winning championships should be synonymous with supporting Auburn student athletes through on to victory and NIL. And so on Monday, November 14th, we're encouraging all the Auburn family to share your favorite memory of rolling tumors corner on all your social media channels. Uh, we're going to give away some prizes and give some opportunities to those who are, who are getting involved with this and sharing their experiences. And, and uh, I hope that everyone will choose to sign up by Monday, November 14th. Our website's open right now. We have five subscription levels that you can choose from with varying benefits as well as an opportunity to do a one-time donation earmarked to any sport you'd like.
1: What would be, what would be your favorite
2: tumor's memory? Golly, you know what? Somebody else, I'm going to steal this. Somebody posted this <laughs> on social media already, but it, but I agree with it. It's when we went down to Tumor's Corner and there were there were some recruits at Tumor's Corner and we rolled it. I ended up getting a little hand slap on that, but I thought yeah. that was pretty fun. You know, in my role, I, I rarely got a chance to get to Tumor's. Correct. Um, because we would we'd be so busy after the game. But I have a lot as a kid. You know, when I thought about driving two hours from Southside, Alabama, down 280 to Auburn, you get there early, you tailgate, you watch the game, you win, you roll tumors and you drive back. If we weren't rolling tumors corner, I was pissed. And now I can tell everybody that. Rolling Tumor's Corner is synonymous with working with on to victory and doing your part.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, but the same thing for me because in this profession, you know, we're so busy that it's three hours before, and so you, you get done. My memory is not of me taking part, but it was driving back in 2010, driving back from Atlanta, and with everything that had gone on, knowing that Auburn was – probably headed to play for a national championship and just it was just covered in every direction and you drive back in and it made it kind of hit home going that's pretty big night i think it was
2: either i think it was either 10 or 13 we drove the team buses by tumors when we were coming home yeah That, that was really cool yeah that was cool
1: yeah some fun about the for me always the sunday after when it's a nice you know sunny yeah. day get done with church around 11 o'clock when you grab some some lemonade and uh and walk through a bit of a bit of a winter wonderland that's always a especially when you have like friends in town people who aren't really from auburn they're always they're always enjoying that so brett whiteside from onto victory thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast onto victory.com and then roll On to victory day is set for monday november 14th so Be sure to go check that out, you guys. Thanks so much to Brett for joining us today on the show. If you guys enjoyed it, please go leave us a five-star review. It's the number one thing that helps us out. Bumper Music, Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram. Till the next episode, we'll catch you guys later. Everybody enjoy the rest of the week.